Hey guys, it's been a little while since we've done a blog, so I thought I would take this opportunity and share some thoughts with you. Um, hope that it encourages you and maybe brings a different kind of perspective to the crisis and the panic and all that's going on in the world right now with coronavirus. Um, I'm blogging to you here from Malawi, Africa, where as, as of yet, I believe corona has not breached the borders here. I know it's in South Africa and Nigeria um, and already here in Malawi in the malls and at the airports they're taking precautions and people are wearing masks and you can already see some fear beginning to encroach into people's hearts and minds. Um, watching the news or Instagram, Facebook, etc. and seeing the absolute panic and dread that it seems to be gripping the hearts of so many especially in the UK, where obviously I have friends, family and loved ones. Hearing the stories from family members and different people uh, who work, some of my family and, and, and future family, getting married to my niece is a young guy called Josh who works in a small Tesco Express and was sharing with the family that people are literally panic buying as much as they possibly can and the shelves are empty and faster than they can restock them. It seems that people are literally in hysteria and it is, it is literally unprecedented. I don't believe that in our lifetime, at least, we've experienced anything like this. And there's prophets that are prophesying different things and some are saying it will be finished by Passover. Some are saying that it's going to be ongoing. Some are prophesying, rightly, I believe, that this is not the end of the world. Um, where others are, are prophesying doom and gloom and the end of the world. And, but this is what I want to say and just maybe bring some perspective to this. I was just praying in my kitchen and I said, Lord, there's so much going on, so much opinion, so much panic, so many people having different views and things to say. And I just want to hear what you've got to say on coronavirus. What's your voice on this? What are you saying about this? And I immediately felt the Lord speak to me and give me a verse, Matthew 15, verse 11. I just heard it. It's not a memory verse. It's not a verse I knew off by heart. I did have to turn to the Bible itself and to look at what um, Matthew was saying in that chapter 15, verse 11. I'll read verse 10. Then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, come, listen and open your heart to understand. Here's verse 11. What truly contaminates a person is not what he puts into his mouth, but what comes out of his mouth. That's what makes people defiled. And I really believe that the Lord is using this verse to speak into this. Of course, coronavirus is spreading violently, aggressively because it's highly contagious. It's um, easy to be contaminated if you are around another person who has this disease, this virus. But the Lord is speaking into this and saying, what truly contaminates? Like, okay, corona can contaminate. It is contagious. It can make us unwell. The vulnerable and the elderly especially are really at risk to this virus. But what really contaminates? In other words, the, the bigger picture behind all of this is what really contaminates. Now there's a contamination, but then there's real contamination. There's contamination at a physical level. 
But then, of course, Jesus deals with the spirit. He deals with the heart. He always deals with the deeper issues. And that's why he came and he died for us, because physically um, we are at risk, of course, from this disease. But but really, it is a deeper issue and it is affecting people's soul now. It's moved, I believe, from just affecting the physical to affecting that soul area where people's emotions, people are freaking out. People are losing peace. Christians, churches are closing down ministries, closing down events, cancelling conferences. And to a degree, to a degree, I understand because if the government is enforcing uh, the closing of churches and the closing of large gatherings, we have to honour government. I get that. But I really believe that we should be gathering together and praying together corporately, not isolating as the church. Now, of course, if you are elderly, if you are at risk because of a heart problem or diabetes or cancer or some other condition that's affecting your immune system and so you're not really able to fight this the way a normal, healthy, able person would, then take precautions. Don't put to test the Lord. Oh, I get that. But what I believe is going to break the back of this uh, disease, this virus, is the church of Jesus Christ. The church should not be closed down by Corona. Corona should be closed down by the church. And what I believe the Lord is saying is we've got to look at the deeper issue. Now, what's contaminating is not this virus, but it's how we are speaking about it. It's what's coming out of our mouths. It's fear-based confessions. It's, it's hysteria. It's panic. It's, it's confessions of doom and gloom. When we as the church, the people of God, should be confessing faith, we should be standing on the rock, we should be declaring healing scriptures, we should be speaking that Jesus healed all who came to him. We should be declaring that this is an opportunity for the church to rise up and to reach out and to be a witness and to be a light and to be the salt and to express and demonstrate the power of God and the love of God in serving our communities. Now, I'm really excited to see on social media that some people have printed off slips and are putting them through doors, letterboxes, offering to do shopping for those who are feeling weak in their faith or self-isolating for one reason or another. But let's use this dark time in our history to light up the truth of Jesus Christ. Let's understand and see that true contamination is what comes out of our mouth, not what goes into our mouth, i.e. germs, etc., etc. Now, I'm taking a bit of license with the verse because I know it's talking about food and, and, and drink and all those things. But we have got to understand that what comes out of our mouth. Now, the Bible says um, that what we can out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so if this coronavirus is highlighting to you that your heart is full of fear or doubt or worry or anxiety, then just bring that before the Lord and ask the Lord for forgiveness, for doubting him or not trusting the truth of his word and ask him for faith, ask him for boldness, ask him for the grace to strengthen you in this time so that you would make faith-based confessions, not fear-based 
confessions and that you would declare the end of Corona, that Corona would not declare the end of you. Now, what I also want to say is, can you imagine if we as Christians were as diligent right now in filling our lives with the word of God and prayer as we are right now, or people are with toilet rolls and pasta and, you know, stocking up their fridges and their freezers and their shelves at home because they fear that they're going to be isolated for an an unknown period of time. Imagine if we were taken seriously the end time that Jesus is coming again and that we may be in the end of the end right now. No one knows the hour, but of course, Matthew 24 and other scriptures, Thessalonians and other places can clearly express to us that there is an hour where everything will be wrapped up and it will be war and rumours of war and pestilence and sicknesses, diseases, etc., etc., But we as the church are commanded by the Lord, encouraged by Jesus to stand firm, to not be shaken so that what is shaken can be shaken. But that which cannot be shaken should remain and the word of God shall remain. The word of God is eternal. You as a Christian, as a believer are eternal. If you are not a believer, this really is the time for you to grab a hold of the lifeline of the cross of Jesus Christ and to pour your heart out before God and repent of sins and call upon his name. And the Bible says very clearly that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so what I want to remind us of is the virgins, the 10 virgins where five were apathetic, five were lazy and, and, and lacking and they were not diligent and they, they were not prepared. But the other five went out and prepared. They stopped up their life in prayer and worship and the reading of scripture, the singing of hymns and the declaration of truth. And I want to just urge anyone listening to this podcast, friend, family or complete stranger, this is the time to not panic, but to press into the Lord and stock up your heart on prayer. Stock up your spirit, man, in the word of God and in intercession, in fasting, in worship, in declaration, in prophetic um, confession. Speak life, speak truth, be hope, be a blessing, be love, be servant-hearted. Take this opportunity, use it wisely, use this time. If through your job or because of government restrictions or travel restrictions, you are forced into um, a, a kind of isolation, then take a hold of this. Don't fill up on Netflix, fill up on the word of God, fill up on podcasts and on, and on sermons and songs on YouTube and that glorify God and exalt you in the area of faith and build you in your walk with Jesus Christ. This is the time, says the Lord, to seek me. Seek the Lord, Isaiah said, while he may be found. And just remember, guys, that what truly contaminates, what really does contaminate a person is not what goes into the mouth. Of course, you could have food poisoning through 
bad food and that does have a form of contamination and through this virus and through breathing in germs you could be contaminated but what the scripture is saying here is what really contaminates what contaminates at a deeper level at a spiritual level a soul level is not what goes into the mouth but what comes out of your mouth that's what makes people defiled and so I want to encourage you confess truth speak love and hope and faith over yourself over your family believe God do not bow the knee to this inferior disease do not quit believing God and holding on to the faith and the healing of Jesus Christ lift up your eyes to whence your help comes from your help comes from the Lord the maker of heaven and earth I'm trying to inject some faith into the listeners today because I can see fear and panic is gripping so many people, even churches and leaders alike. So guys, lift up your eyes and see the glory of the Lord. God is not shaken by this storm. He's never been shaken by any storms. He will never be shaken by any storm or any disease. There has been many diseases over the years in our lifetime that people said would wipe us out and we're still here. Of course, we are sensitive and we are saddened by the deaths of those who have lost their lives to this sickness, um, mostly elderly people or the sick and infirm. And we bless and pray protection over those members of our families and communities who are more vulnerable to this disease. But the rest of us, come on, let's stand up and be counted. Let's lift up our hearts before the Lord like a sail on the sail boat and, and let the wind of God, the breath of God, the revival of God take us on into the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Guys, believe God. Hold on. Do not be shaken. Do not let fear into your heart or your mind. Stand against the plan of the enemy. This is a distraction. This is just the devil trying to take the world's attention away from the, the glorious stadiums that are being filled and the miracles that are happening and the celebrities that are being saved recently and the, the huge, huge press that our God, our Jesus, is getting in the wide world web and on the, on the wide world media. And so do not allow the reaction of the devil to cause your heart to wander from truth. Stay close to the Lord. Hold on, build each other in faith. If one's feeling weak, let the other strengthen them. Remember Ecclesiastes' charge to us. If one falls down, the other picks them up. So be somebody that is picking people up, not putting them down. Be somebody who lifts faith and doesn't squash it. Be somebody who puts oil on the flame of people's hearts, not water or ashes. Be somebody that encourages and empowers and, and, and rouses the faith of other believers. Guys, this is our hour to shine and shine bright in the things of God. I bless you. Pray protection over you, your families, your bodies, your businesses. Don't let the economy crash. Don't give in. Come on, let's rise up in Jesus' mighty name. I bless you. You are blessed. What the Lord has blessed, the enemy cannot curse. And so stand strong, shake off any fear, and let's move on in victory, in truth, and advance like the glorious, prevailing church that Jesus said we should be. I love you and bless you and hope that this has some way encouraged you. Like and share it if you think it's going to inject hope into somebody else. God bless, be strong, in Jesus' mighty name.